watch list. I'm Nicole Petalides. The consumer is in focus as inflationary pressures continue to climb. And to share insights on consumer behavior in e-commerce, let's welcome in Vivek Pandya, lead analyst, Adobe Digital Insights. Thank you for joining me here today. I did see at least one report with a lot of excitement pertaining to retail sales and some of the estimates. They even threw around the trillion word. Um, what are you seeing? Yeah, so thanks for having me, Nicole. So as we're looking at what we've seen over the past two years, you know, we're coming through this anniversary where we first had the sort of lockdowns and, and shelter in place regulations in March in 2020. We're now seeing that about $1.7 trillion was spent during that period of time. And that's really raised the baseline for where we can expect 20 year, the year of 2022 to take us for e-commerce. And we're expecting about a trillion dollars to be spent online, especially as categories like groceries, electronics, apparel continue to see pretty heightened demand. Is it a new habit that people have taken on from the pandemic? You just mentioned online and how that is driving the growth that we're seeing in e-commerce. Is that something they're going to continue to do even when COVID is a forgotten pandemic? I say that, I shouldn't say it that way. I mean, once we're well past it, it'll never be forgotten. Well, we, we definitely see a combination of factors driving growth. So we saw the, the sort of surges happening during different points of the pandemic, and that drove a lot of panic buying, uh, stockpiling, and that drove new behaviors in online consumer spending um, and also brought in consumers that actually maybe purchased goods online frequent, uh, less frequently or maybe not at all prior to the pandemic. And now they're purchasing far more frequently. So when you have that type of input driving that growth, that is combined with the sort of natural inflation that we're seeing in prices. And then also these categories like grocery have really seen uh, quite a, a, an acceleration in adoption. And that is helping propel what we're seeing in terms of online growth. And people have also taken to buy now, pay later. Um, there was a time where people were getting nervous. They wouldn't um, accrue debt in any way. Now they seem to be feeling more empowered. They're churning with the jobs, right? Quitting, getting new jobs. There's plenty of jobs to be had. You may not be getting paid as much as you like, but um, that being said, the buy now, pay later trend, where does that fit into all of this? Well, buy now, pay later saw a, a pretty substantial increase in adoption uh, and utilization. I mean, the idea of installment payments has been around for decades, but websites being able to support it easily for new consumer cohorts, especially Gen Z and, and younger millennials, um, that's very new. And we saw pretty high surges in uh, leveraging buy now, pay later for online purchasing in 2020. And then as we're here in 2022, we're still up over 53% year over year in terms of orders leveraging uh, buy now, pay later where it's supported. So a lot of growth and happening for that mode of financing. And we're seeing it leveraged across all types of categories. So electronics and apparel definitely make sense uh, given uh, the size of those orders. But even grocery with the, the in, uh, inflation happening in the category and 
the way the spending is happening um, online, we're even seeing those being drawn out across installment payments. It's interesting, too, because you see the different types of retailers or sales that could occur, right? So you have grocery, which you noted, and you see strength and new habits that have formed. Um, then there's everything else, right? Department stores, discount stores, luxury, mall-based retailers. Um, you mentioned electronics. Is there other areas that seem to be stronger versus weaker? You know, what should we be focusing on here? Well, I, would, I, I think you called out some good ones. Uh, we also think about home furnishing, home furniture, um, apply, yeah. larger appliances. These, these types of uh, categories have seen um, a, a lot of momentum online over the past couple of years. And then as we think about what we could potentially see out of these categories, so electronics had quite the rally um, as people were trying to make their home offices and, and put the spending that they would do towards services, towards durables like electronics. But then categories like apparel online, um, because events were being canceled, uh, because people weren't going to the office as much, uh, they saw far more moderate growth over the pandemic uh, period um, of, of the past two years. And now looking to 22, though, uh, we're, we're expecting over $135 billion to be spent through that category. So heightened demand coming in for apparel and then strong, um, persistent demand for, uh, for electronics and in terms of what we're seeing, groceries continuing to. Yeah, and this one trillion mark, we should note, this is a record. Um, your Adobe statistics that you're, you're talking about here, we're thankful for those. I mean, this one trillion of online spending for this year would then be a record in that case and um, would compare to the 885 billion spent online in 2021. So it shows that people feel comfortable to spend and to spend online even even more uh, poignantly. Thank you so much, Vivek. Nice to see you. We appreciate it. Vivek Pandya of Adobe Digital Insights. Thanks.